Hello and welcome back to RP History, Episode 3. My name is Ryan Cook. And I continue to be Jack Ritchie. Wonderful. All right, let's crack into it, shall we? We're going to jump forward a bit in time here, Jack. Mm. Unfortunately, your navy no longer consists of 128 ships. Only 13 made it back. And most of them were light ships. (laughs) Not even Panoxions. So, you have to start from the bottom. Uh, Again. Yep. Just Uh like what Drake said. But, this time you do have an advantage. One, it's your name. Uh Uh-huh. Very famous along the lands. Two, the Chinese have finally decided to put in a bit of effort. However, there is three options that are up for grabs, Jack, here. You have to decide which route you want to take. A, Uh do you want to go over to China and barter with them to get yourself an even bigger navy? Two, do you Mm -hmm. want to go out and search for ships to see if any of the remaining Korean navy still survives that you can muster back? Or three, do you want to tactfully plan and strategically map out areas around Korea where you could potentially fight a Japanese armada in a numerical disadvantage. Hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, just do big, big, big... Try to come up with some... Try to come up with some big brain players. Yeah. Right. Um... I don't know about the Chinese at this point. I mean, I know that, like, Korea's the thin layer of rubber protecting them from... (laughs) from Japan's big dick, but... Yep. Um... And tactics... Tactics is very much, um... Tactics is very much Admiral E's bag. But, um... I think I need more boats. I think I... I think I really need some more boats, because 13 ain't gonna cut it. Eh, fair enough, man. 13 is just not the numbers that we need right now. Alright, then, man. Are you gonna go with uh, search for the Korean ships? Lock it in. B? C? B. B. Yeah, B. B. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and it's a three! Exciting times! <laughs> <laughs> so that means if Jack's correct, he goes up to 91 health. Mm-hmm. And if Jack is wrong, he's gonna sit on 85. Wow! That's gonna hurt. <laughs> really stings. You then take the Korean Navy, your 13 ships, and start going from coast to coast, from cove to cove, to small bays, to little outlets, to rocky little um, islands. Mm-hmm. Trying to search for your Korean Navy. Please, boys, come back to me. And guess what? You find a shit ton of them just oh, floating around. Oh, hell yeah. You got told that all your ships were destroyed, or practically all of them, when in fact they actually all fled. They were all tired, they were all exhausted <laughs> in the battle, and when Wong Gyon took you all out, or took them all out, to those rocks... They just turned around and said, Not today, mate. We're going back home and fled. Yeah, and the Japanese I Japanese Armada as well. went for uh, search and destroy missions, and it was pretty rough. However, you've now made up a small fleet of roughly 50 ships. However, Jack, that Hell was yeah. strategically, or historically, sorry, inaccurate. Historically accurate. The historically accurate uh, situation was that you map, he mapped out, Eastland Shin mapped out the areas and tried to find a very strategic course. location. Of course he did. Because it's ye. Of course it's ye. Uh, um, I should f- know myself by now. <laughs> However, what happens to you, Yisun Shin, mm. is that because of your name and the information going around that you are in fact in charge of the Korean Navy again, 
the boys that fled flock back to you. Oh, so get them back anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Your leadership is admirable and people actually want to fight under your name. Respect on the name. Along your side. Absolutely. Not only that, but the Chinese have finally gotten word of the Korean War and they've finally decided to do something. They've amassed a bunch of soldiers, I think roughly 140,000, I could be wrong in saying that, might be closer to 80, and sent them towards the top of Korea as they went down and started pushing the Japanese back out. Not only that, but the Chinese, the Ming fleet, have decided to aid you in your final battle and have offered you 5,000 soldiers along with roughly 50 more ships. So oh, your yeah. navy is now at 100 combined with the Ming fleet and the Korean fleet. However, that's actually, that's actually looking like we might be able to do something here. There's a striking chance. However, mm. the one plan you come up with, uh-huh. the one solid plan you gamble all your money on, the Myongyang Strait, Ooh. also known as the Roaring Strait. The Strait has a weird property in which every three hours... The currents change from going outward the tide to pulling in. Oh, I bet I can do some tricky shit with that. The strait is quite narrow, and with the tide changing all the time, you gamble all your money into this one spot. So you take your ships out, and you prepare for battle. Roll that die, Jack. You're going to see how decisive you are in this battle. All right, let's get it. That's a 15. That's, That's a lot better rolling. You spy the Japanese... Imperial Navy. Mm. And they're sailing towards you with the might of the Emperor. At this point, you know exactly what to do. You turn tail and head straight up the strait. Run away, run away. You take the Ming fleet with you, and as you get halfway up, the Japanese Armada is slowly pushing through. Their 350 odd warships are trying to cram all into this narrow strait. But ah. the tide is going towards the land, away from the sea. And you've got the advantage of the tide with you. These big, slow warships are having trouble maneuvering. Halfway up the strait, that's when you turn and you start laying into them. Cannon fire is roaring. Shells are being destroyed. Not shells. (laughs) Cannonballs are absolutely decimating this Japanese armada. Warship after warship is falling. Admirals are calling out different orders. Naval officers don't know what to do. The Japanese are losing morale. And you absolutely crushing it. However, the Ming fleet has never fought against the Japanese before and oh. don't know about the Japanese hand-to-hand combat. Oh, and my sweet summer children. Is not what we need. So they fly in and go head-on bull rush. Seeing this, you freak out. Chen Li, the Ming leader, the Ming admiral, sorry, is flying straight towards them. And then he gets surrounded. Oh, no. So you take action. You fly in there and save his ass. Second boys. Well done. And at that very moment, the tide of the strait starts to change. And in the chaos and confusion, the Japanese start to realize their boats are starting to float back out towards the sea. They are fighting against the current that they were currently fighting with and are now slamming into the rocks, slamming into each other, slamming into the side. It is carnage. Japanese people, Japanese men are falling into the water only to be sucked down by the current wrath. At this point, you start to push forward and tell your men to go. And the drums start to beat. And they get faster and they get faster. And you 
you keep drumming and they get faster and they get faster and they get faster and you're calling out different orders to all your different men. The Japanese are starting to retreat and are starting to flee and you're telling your men, chase them down, catch them with all the fury of Korea. If we let them escape, they will come back. We don't want them coming back ever again. Final round. The drums are still kicking in, the Ming fleet is at your side, your Korean Navy is at your other side, and you're flying through, and then the beat stops. Ooh. Because the beat drops, and it kicks out a yay, and a yay! Okay. And as you're flying towards the Japanese, they realize that there's nothing to do but to turn around and fight. So they do, and what does Chen Li do again? Get surrounded by Japanese. Oh. So what do you do for the second time? You save his ass. Again and again. After the battle, over 200 Japanese ships are sunk, and only 20 Korean ships have felt like fallen in the battle. However, I think 30 Ming fleet ships have actually ended up disappearing as well because they weren't so. Anyway, <clears throat> Chen Li comes up to you to thank you for your for saving his ass throughout the battle, boy. and that's when it's discovered. Huh? Yi Sun Shin, unfortunately is no longer in the Admiral's armor, and in fact, it's his eldest son, Yuho. Wait, wait, what? Uh, Jack, I'm sorry to say this, but that was the last ride of Yi Sun Shin. No! He has no, died what? in the midst of the battle. Wait, I thought we were doing another episode after this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was gonna be five parts. <laughs> Yi Sun Shin unfortunately falls in battle. As the oh. Japanese were turning tail and you were beating the drum to chase them on, when the drum beat stopped, uh, that was when Isun Shin was struck with a stray aquabus bullet, straight under the left arm. Oh shit. Went straight through a major artery and he started bleeding out internally. Only his nephew, Iwan, and his son, Iho, uh, saw the death take place. And his son turns to him and says, you know, what do you need? And Isun Shin- <laughs> I need a medic! <laughs> Medic! Medic! Um, Isun Shin turns to his son and says, Don't let anybody know that I'm dead. We've almost won. Keep beating the drum. So to the very end. Isun Shin pet, like, passes away, and Iho puts on his armor, carries on beating the drum, and giving out orders just like his father would. After being by his side in these naval combats for quite a few, quite a few battles. And he knows. And so that is when... When did I have time to have a son? I'm not quite sure. Just just happened? All right, uh, okay. I won't lie to you. I just think a son came along. Um, okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not quite sure on that one either, but, you know, that could be something for maybe a little history, little tidbit. Yeah, I didn't roll for that. <laughs> but anyway, Jack, this is that's the uh, end of your long life journey. Korea is now forever in awe of you. You become a national hero and, a, and an icon in their eyes, and even China. Mourned your death when you pass away. Finally getting that recognition. After your roller coaster of a lifetime, going from soldier to general to soldier to admiral to soldier, back to admiral, and then to dead. <laughs> <laughs> what a ride. What a ride. What a ride it was. Oh. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to our very first chapter of RP History. That was the life of Admiral E. Well, beautifully executed by Jack Ritchie. You say beautifully. Yeah, there was a few cock-ups, but that's all right. Anyway, join us for our next episode where we reveal who we're going to be talking about in the next chapter here on RP History. <laughs>